This is CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon. My name is Sonia Booth. Welcome to the Opinion Booth. So I was having a conversation with my sister from another mother on Saturday, and she says to me, friend, you will be amazed how many women in corporate talk about how they are tired of working long hours and how they wish for a wealthy man who will provide for them so they can be housewives and stay-at-home moms. I responded, such conversations in 2018? How old are these women? Who do they hang around? Who and what influence these thoughts? I responded. I would rather work long hours than wait for him to leave cash on the kitchen counter. I would rather work long hours than ask him for money. Maybe it's my pride and my ego talking. Maybe it's because I was a breadwinner at a very tender age. My guest bailed out on me yesterday afternoon, so I thought, what's my plan B? Play a repeat podcast or put myself out there and read out a somewhat controversial letter I posted on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram last month. Now pull up a chair and make sure you have a hot pot of tea. So this is the letter that I wrote. Baby girl, travel and explore the world before you have kids. Finish your studies and establish a career before you have kids. Lay a foundation for your legacy and empire before you have kids. Don't make a mistake of putting your career on hold or postponing your studies for a relationship or marriage. Don't fall for it when he says, I make enough money for you to be a stay-at-home mom. A man that truly loves you will understand that your studies are equally important. A man that truly loves you will support your hustle or career. Should you choose or decide to be a stay-at-home mom? Number one, get your driver's license. I know. Might seem basic to you. It might seem like a brainer, no-brainer to you. But some bimbo once said to me, I don't need it. Hubby drives me if I need to go somewhere. <laughs> I know the friends I used to have, right? I've grown now. Even if you can afford a chauffeur, Take lessons when he is away on business trips. But remember, a man who truly loves you will support you. You should think twice about the so-called relationship if you have to hide or lie about your whereabouts. Number two, make sure to study online or part-time. You never know. Number three, unearth and nurture a skill. The skill might be your bread and butter one day. Number four, establish a small anyana hustle or business that can sustain you when the cost of living rises or when shit hits the fan. I know a woman who trades in Forex from her home while hubby is at work. He has no clue she is banking loads of cash daily. She is smart enough to save for rainy days. Baby girl, don't cancel or deactivate your bank account once you get married. Deposit a small percentage of your monthly allowance if you are lucky enough to receive it. If not, do your groceries at a trade store. Buy in bulk and deposit the discounts or savings in your bank account. 
If he suggests an interior designer, do it yourself and deposit that fee into your bank account. If he insists on a party planner, do it yourself and deposit that fee into your bank account. By now you get my point. Find ways to generate income whilst you remain at home to care for your kids. Be smart enough to persuade him to give you cash instead of useless expensive gifts and rather deposit that cash into your bank account. I know women who were naive to a point of allowing the so-called hired help to run the entire household, from household bill payments to groceries. They had no say in money spent, and the husband wanted to make sure wifey was at his mercy. Wifey had to ask money to do her hair, money for the kids' school projects, etc., Make sure you set conditions before deciding to be a stay-at-home mom. Baby girl, renovate your parents' house and build an extension or outside rooms in the yard so that you have a place to stay when shit hits the fan. Or when he finds someone with perkier boobs, zero cellulite, zero stretch marks, zero body fat. Now, If you are lucky enough to receive a car as a birthday gift, make sure it is registered in your name and make sure it gets paid in full. A woman who had just broken up with the boyfriend walked out of her apartment one day only to find her sports car had been missing. It was registered in his name and he kept the spare key. He also had a spare remote to her gr- to her gate and spare key to her apartment. Later that day, the locksmith arrived to change the locks. If your name is not on those registration documents or title deed, then it doesn't belong to you and therefore you cannot claim it as yours. This reminds me of a story a friend once told. During a housewarming party, her monster-in-law said to one guest, Come, let me show you around my son's house. Timothy has worked so hard. I am so proud of him. Totally disregarding the fact that my friend had actually contributed towards his studies. She was working at that time. Having shared that story... Your name on a title deed is never enough. Some monster-in-law will remind you at best of times how her son brings home more bacon than you, totally disregarding the fact that you are also helping to contribute in other ways. I've seen women in their 40s, 50s, 60s who have to start afresh after the relationship or marriage crumbles. One woman received a text message from her living partner of 19 years. They had three kids. The text read, Lynette, I am landing tomorrow. I hope you and those brats will be gone when I arrive. Lynette knew she couldn't go to her parents' house. He alienated her from them a few weeks into their relationship and she was too embarrassed to call for help and assistance. Now, imagine if your partner falls ill and you have zero qualifications, zero skill, no driver's license, no CV, no experience. Imagine asking your teenage son to type your CV and going for your first job interview in your 40s. 
let that sink in. Imagine if your partner dies and his family arrives the next day to start packing your clothes. Imagine being told after his burial that you and his kids were not beneficiaries and that his entire estate was bequeathed to his wife and kids. It turns out he had a family in his country of birth and you didn't even know. Now, allow me to share this tweet. By Shezi One. It was retweeted by my favorite person, Cindy, where Fansale, Dr. Fansale for you. She tweeted, I'm not burying my husband, partner, lover, if he dies in another woman's bed. And if that wasn't our understanding and arrangement, I'm asking to be excused. There's only so much trauma that any person should be expected to endure. End tweet. Like I said in my book, How to Reinvent Yourself and Stay Relevant, a comfort zone is a danger zone. Don't be complacent and naive. Circumstances change and make sure you are prepared when the cookie crumbles. (laughs) With love, big sister. That's the end of my letter to baby girl. Now for my humble opinion, after all, this is the opinion booth. A man that is infatuated will do anything and everything for you. Don't be naive to think you are his first and last. Don't fool yourself into thinking you are so hot and he can't possibly find anything or anyone better. Remember, he met you when you were still firm and perky. What's stopping him from searching for another hot, young, fresh thing? Be smart and invest in yourself and career. A man that loves you won't suppress you and your ambitions. A man that loves you won't be intimidated by your success. A man that loves you won't alienate you from your friends and family. It is only the paranoid, insecure man with low self-esteem who would do such. Be very careful when he says, you are so beautiful, what did I do to deserve you? Deep down he is thinking, I know you wouldn't even look in my direction if it weren't for my sports car. You will only have yourself to blame if you rely on a man to sustain you. Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.